everybody got complacent over COVID-19. According to UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, the former mayor of London, he's one of the first world leaders to catch it and survive last April. Then Justin Trudeau, now Donald Trump. Friday morning, Americans awoke to the news that its president and the first lady had tested positive for COVID. Joe Biden and his wife tested negative. An election for the next occupants of the White House now thrown into turmoil. Will there even be a second or third debate for an election a few weeks out? Will the president, who has downplayed the virus at times, make it through, considered a person of high risk? Then there's Joe Biden, older but does take exercise. Now, there may be a new round of stimulus passed after all. No matter your views or picks, now is the time more than ever to pray for your leaders. Pray for godly wisdom, needed more than ever. Welcome to Haven Today, here on the first full week of October. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're continuing in a series we started last week called The Chosen. The story of salvation that we find in the Gospels is really the story we all share as believers in Christ. Last week, we started following Jesus around the ancient world, Palestine, seeing who he met and how they changed. Time and again, we saw men and women encounter Jesus Christ and radically change. It's impossible to meet the Savior and walk away the same. Even the religious leaders who met Jesus at the beginning of his ministry were changed. Most became worse, more hateful towards him. It reminds me of a proverb I once heard, the same sun that melts wax hardens clay. When we encounter the Lord, our hearts either melt into faith and repentance, or they harden in denial and rejection. Thankfully, the story of Mary Magdalene we'll be looking at today is a story of melting. Coming up, we're going to get an update from Dallas Jenkins, the creator of the Chosen television series. He's going to tell us a little bit more about season two that he's currently shooting right now. But first, let's open with a song written by Stuart Townend, sung for us today by Susan Ashton. See 
singing from her album Kisses from Heaven. That's Stuart Townend's song, Beautiful Savior, sung for Susan Ashton. And I'm Charles Morris here on Haven Today in a program in its second week called The Chosen. Last week, we heard from the creator of the very popular TV series called The Chosen, Dallas Jenkins. He shared how the idea came from a short film he made for his church a few years ago, looking at how a shepherd's life was changed when Christ was born. Dallas says he realized there had never been an episodic TV show that followed the life of Jesus from the perspective of those around him. Season one has been a huge hit for him, and he's currently shooting season two on location right now. I asked him if there was anything different about this new season. There's two things that are very different. One is just the storyline, obviously. Season two picks up where season one left off, which is that Jesus has now announced kind of that his his ministry is more public now. Uh, he met the Samaritan woman at the well, and uh, as we know from Scripture, he gave her permission to uh, mention to others publicly that he was the Messiah, the Son of God. And now the cat's out of the bag, and what, what happens when that happens? You know, there's good news on one hand and that more people are coming to be healed, more people are coming to be saved, but there's also a lot more resistance. So season two kind of covers a lot of that, you know, what happens to the, to the group when, uh, when, the, when the pressure is kind of moving in. But the biggest thing, obviously, that's different for us is the COVID. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to have to spend upwards of three quarters of a million dollars just on COVID safety protocols, um, mm. just because every day between 75 and 100 people are on this set. And if anyone gets sick um, and, and maybe gets others sick, we, have, we may have to shut down. And that, that every day costs tens of thousands of dollars, if not more. So mm-hmm. we, can't afford to, we can't afford to shut down. Uh, there, are, there are rules from the, the industry uh, the actors union and the, the crew unions and whatnot, that you have to follow certain safety protocols. So uh, all of that, all the testing costs money, all the protocols cost money. It's a, it's a, it's a quite a, a mess to figure out. And um, in the industry is still figuring it out as we go. So that's the biggest thing is just trying to overcome some of these hurdles and handle visits from, you know, from visitors. We have people who are going to be background actors and extras, all those people, everyone who comes onto the set has to have a negative test. And so that's, that's, that's complicated, and uh, we're trying to figure all that out. That's director Dallas Jenkins talking from the set of The Chosen, season two. After this program, I want to give you an opportunity to get the entire season one of The Chosen on DVD for your gift of support to Haven Today. With over six and a half hours of viewing content, I know you and your loved ones will not only enjoy the series, but will be pleasantly surprised to see your story in the lives of those who Jesus called to follow him. It's a fresh and new way to see and love the gospel of Jesus Christ. So please call us after the program at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or better yet, go to our website, watch some of the excerpts from the show that we have there, and then make your gift and ask for the DVD collection. And our website is haventoday.org haventoday.org. Now let's go back to the first century. Let's look at the gospel narrative. As I said earlier, time and time again, we meet men and women who have encountered Jesus Christ and their lives were changed. Some embraced him as Lord and Savior. Others cursed him. They even nailed him to a cross. And then there is the story of Mary Magdalene. Some theologians think she should be identified with the prostitute who poured perfume on Christ's feet. It isn't clear whether that is Mary Magdalene. But what is clear 
is that she had a troubled past. The city of Magdala, just along the northwest shore of the Sea of Galilee, it's about 82 miles north of Jerusalem. It was a wealthy city, perhaps where elite Jewish leaders would spend holidays or summit meetings. If you've ever been there, you know how pretty it is. This is where Mary Magdalene was born. Now, there are a lot of Marys in the Bible. This Mary is not the mother of Jesus. In fact, that's how they were distinguished. Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Mary, Martha's sister. Mary Magdalene had a troubled past. Luke tells us that before she met Jesus, she had seven demons. She was even possessed by those demons, even tormented. Demon possession is something we don't really think about in the Western world much. What Jesus and others called being possessed, some of us have called schizophrenia or epilepsy. Now, I'm not saying everyone who has schizophrenia or epilepsy is possessed by a demon. I do believe demons can possess people still today. At various points in my life, I've struggled with fatigue. I don't think it's because I had a demon. But what I'm saying is that just because we can put a name to something doesn't mean there isn't a deeper spiritual reality at play. Psychological and neurological problems are a result of sin, the brokenness of our world, the corruption of our bodies. Mary Magdalene had her seven demons. It could have been something like I just described, bodily or psychological torment inflicted on her by something evil, or it could have been something she opened herself up to. There are groups of people who pursue psychics and speaking to the dead or getting in contact with the spiritual realm as a way of trying to cope with life. When we do that, we're opening ourselves to the demonic activity. Mary may have done that. I believe she did really have seven demons, and it could have driven her to prostitution, if that is really what she was. We know what it looks like to be possessed by many demons, because we know the story of Legion in Luke chapter 8. Legion was possessed by thousands of demons, we're told, who was driven to live on the outskirts of his city. He would have had episodes of rage and no one could stop him. So they forced him to live out on the caves there on the eastern side of the Sea of Galilee. They tried to chain him down and keep him guarded, but it never worked. Everyone had given up on him. But then he met Jesus and Jesus turned this demon possessed man into a disciple. Seeing him healed actually frightened those nearby villagers because it meant Jesus was more powerful than even the strongest of demons. This is the power of the Christ. Even the most powerful darkness cannot withstand him. Legion experienced it firsthand, and so did Mary Magdalene. She had her seven demons, but Christ forced them to leave. He healed her and meeting Jesus changed her life forever. We don't have many details about this first meeting, but I like how the Chosen TV series creatively imagines what it could have been like. Mary of Magdala. Who are you? How do you know my name? Thus says the Lord who created you, and he who formed you. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. 
you are mine. A transforming scene from The Chosen when Jesus heals Mary Magdalene and removes the demons that were possessing her. Luke says that Mary, along with other women like Joanna and Susanna, traveled with the twelve apostles. Mary was with him when he went from village to village preaching the gospel. Her life had been changed, and she was a testimony to Christ's power. We also know that she was with the Lord when he was crucified for our sins, and she was one of the first to witness the empty tomb. When she told the disciples that the tomb was empty, she became one of the first evangelists, proclaiming that Jesus was alive. Mary had lived a life of torment. Who knows what things she had to suffer while possessed by seven demons. But Christ turned her sorrow into joy. He turned her desperation into service. He turned her darkness into the light of glory. There's another moment in the Chosen TV series that reflects this reality for Mary. She meets up with one of the Pharisees, Nicodemus. You know him. Sure, they may have not met in the biblical account. We don't know for sure, but they could have. And in the TV show, Nicodemus asks how Mary had been set free from the demons that he had tried but failed to exercise out of her. How long after my visit did you feel the change? It wasn't anything you did. It was someone else. Some one else? He called me Mary. He said, I am his. I am redeemed. And it was so? I don't know his name. And even if I did, I could not tell you. Why not? His time for men to know has not yet come. His time for men? <laughs> he performs miracles and seeks no credit? What does he look like? Is he a member of Sanhedrin? Would you at least know him if you saw him again? <laughs> I don't know why I am sharing this with you. I I don't understand it myself. But here is what I can tell you. I was one way. And now I am completely different. And the thing that happened in between was him. So yes, I will know him for the rest of my life. <laughs> Mary Magdalene, sharing in the Chosen TV series how she was never the same after she met Jesus, and neither are we. You may have never had seven demons, but you've had besetting sin. You've struggled, and you've suffered. We all have, but the grace of our Lord broke in. He saves us, and He's saving us today, delivering us from evil, protecting us from the evil one, and He's shaping us into servants of the living God, men and women who seek His glory in all things. When you and I meet Him, finally we get to see that life is not about us. Our life and the life to come is now and forever will be 
all about Jesus. The gospel changes everything The turning point in history Even now it's changing me From who I was The story of my Savior calls Me to the wonder of the cross The gospel changes everything And it is changing me The gospel changes everything the turning point in history And even now it's changing me From who I was The story of my Savior calls Me to the wonder of the cross The gospel changes everything Good. Cause- 
If you joined us late, this is a program called Haven Today. This day's program is called The Chosen. I don't know about you, but the story of Mary Magdalene is stirring to my soul. What hope did she have, tormented by those demons, looked down upon by her society? She was probably a wealthy woman from a wealthy city. A true outcast, though, but Jesus. Oh, if those aren't the two most precious words together, but... Jesus. He took pity on her. He called her by her name, and he rescued her. And I hope we can see our story in her story. We were all tormented by our sins. We were all outcasts from God's holiness. But Jesus came to us. And when you watch the first season of The Chosen, you'll see many more stories from this unique perspective, clearly portraying Christ's mission to rescue sinners and give us joy. In all episodes of The Chosen, you'll better understand the human struggles of those who followed Jesus, people like Peter, Mary, even Nicodemus. They were people just like you and me, but they were people transformed by the simple message of the gospel taught by our Lord. So for your gift to this listener-supported ministry today, I'd like to send you the DVD collection, The Chosen, Season 1. Why don't you call us right now at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or watch a little bit that we've put up from this series, The Chosen, when you visit our website. And after you've done that, you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's H-A-V-E-N-T-O-D-A-Y, haventoday.org. And not to forget early still for October. If you are ministered to by this program, may I invite you now to become a Haven partner? This is somebody that agrees to pray regularly and give automatically monthly to help us keep sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. Ask about becoming a Haven partner when you get us on the phone or read about it when you go online. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again, we get to share together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. In America, one in five people have some kind of anxiety disorder. It's an unprecedented epidemic. But what is anxiety? at its most basic level. It's fear, usually an irrational fear about what could happen or what you might lose. It's a fixation on your uncertain future, which means, whatever else it is, anxiety is also a spiritual issue. And it's one the gospel speaks to. Because in Christ, the future is no longer uncertain. It's fixed and it's glorious. So much so that the Apostle Paul said, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. You can get Anchor Devotional in print at getanchor.com.